0: Hello and welcome to your teaching and learning podcast. I'm this episode's host, Jessica Gibney. We are so glad you're here. Hey everybody, happy new year and welcome to episode 4. It's time for another teaching and learning bulletin recap. This is our January 17th, 2022 edition. Remember that you're going to get this companion episode to go with the digital version of the bulletin that gets released every other Monday. We hope you enjoyed this opportunity to get a quick overview of the content in the bulletin so you know exactly where to dig deeper when you are ready to check out all of the amazing content. All right, let's get to it. This bulletin is jam-packed with great stuff for you. As always, the special education update is linked at the top of page one, so be sure to check that out for all things special education. I wanna make a special call-out to a special edition bulletin that was sent out on December 15th, you might have seen that come through your email, about learning series um, opportunities. And what a learning series is is just a small, group of teachers who come together with a common goal engaging in a week of learning followed by a week of coaching support as you implement your new learning so this happens in a cycle um, over six weeks these sessions are limited to a small number of teachers so make sure that you check out that bulletin a lot of the sessions are already full but go back and see um, still sign up you can be put on a waiting list for full sessions and if we have a lot of people on waiting That's a great hint to the TOSA teams that are developing these learning series that maybe we want to repeat this session um, again so that you'll be able to join. So again, check out that Teaching and Learning Special Edition Bulletin where you can find all things about the learning series. I'm extra excited today to bring you our teacher spotlight, Michelle Aguilar, and I were colleagues at Taylor Elementary, so it is my joy and honor to introduce her this week. Um, Michelle has been involved in special education since she was just a kid herself helping in her mom's classroom. She's currently a third and fourth grade teacher at Taylor Elementary School. She's been an instructional aide and has taught in mild and mod classrooms, um, as well as moderate and severe classrooms as well. She has just this amazing philosophy on teaching, and that is that all children will learn and grow in an environment that's conducive to learning where they feel valued and respected, and I know that Michelle does that and embodies that every day in her classroom. Another great, unique feature about Michelle is this great working relationship that she has with Taylor's SLP, Dana Perry Herrera. They work together and collaborate so well. Michelle says that Dana and I have worked together for several years, both in mild and mod and and moderate-severe classrooms. We have built over time a truly collaborative relationship in which we value each other's expertise and insight on how to best support all students. In the moderate-severe classroom, setting especially, we have a vision for the students that is very similar. We both believe that communication is a priority and um, and must be infused throughout each child's school day. So make sure that you check out the full feature um, about Michelle, her work with Dana. There's even a link there where you can see both of them in action. You don't want to miss it. Our literacy tip today has to do with the difference between a sight word and a high-frequency word. So let's start with a quick quiz. Which of these words are sight words? The, cat, said, me, did, If you said that all of these could be sight words, then you are correct. The term sight word doesn't only apply to those irregularly spelled words such as said, but really is any word that's been orthographically mapped and that can be recalled quickly and efficiently. We want to think of high-frequency words as those that occur most often in English, and then those words are ranked that way. The terms are not necessarily interchangeable. We can, however, use explicit phonics instruction, along with phonemic awareness and orthographic mapping routines, to ensure that those high-frequency words that show up consistently are added to students' sight word banks on a regular basis.
1: Hello, friends, I am Erin Reeves, and this week we continue to build on our principled practice and our translanguaging stance by exploring Jose Medina's four plus one strategy. When most of us think about language, how we acquire a language, how we use a language to communicate, we often just think about listening, speaking, reading and writing. But there is a plus one metalinguistic awareness, encouraging all students, but especially our multilingual students to reflect upon and manipulate language is crucial for not only learning language and literacy, but content as well. Check out Jose Medina's 4 plus 1 digital icons available in both English and Spanish in this week's bulletin. Use the 4 plus 1 icons in connection with your content and language objectives to help your students take ownership of their learning and have authentic peer-to-peer conversations. Let's all continue to be linguistic liberators and multilingual warriors.
2: In this section of Tech Tips, we wanna start off by reminding you not to update to Windows 11. That update has been causing some issues around the district. So again, do not update your Windows to the newest update, 11. Next, we have some reminders of some post-holiday break checks. First, as you connect your laptop back into your docking station and your different monitors, it's a good idea to check your display resolutions and refresh rates so that all of your systems can run cohesively. Second, we want to make sure that we are updating the system. And so we have a how-to on system updates. It's important that you run your system updates frequently as there are different types of updates for malware, for your laptop, as well as your docking station. And then finally we have some information on how to clear your cache for your Lenovo and your Chromebooks. This is also a good update to do with your students and their Chromebooks. Next, we have a little informational 25-pager on Screencastify and ways that you can use Screencastify in the classroom and ways that your students can use Screencastify to demonstrate their knowledge. And then finally, we would like to shout out to Ms. Patowski at Libin and her sixth grade class for their participation in this year's Hour of Code. Thank you.
0: Hi, this is Shelly Hart, Program Specialist for Teacher Development, and I wanted to talk to you about everyone deserves a coach in their corner. As you know, all sites have instructional coaches and ELD instructional coaches, and they are just your colleagues that are thinking partners with the common goal of student success. Recently, your coaches have been learning how to best support students in the area of literacy, specifically on how to provide scaffolds for accessing grade-level text when a student is reading below grade-level. If you need a thinking partner on this topic, feel free to reach out to your site coach. That's what they're there for. Thanks! There are new junior high elective courses that will be beginning in the 2022-2023 school year. We're in the process of aligning those elective courses with the Santa Maria Joint Union High School District Pathways. If you are interested in providing feedback around the development of these courses, please visit the link at the bottom of page 2 in the bulletin and give your feedback there. We would love to have it. Okay, it's time for the page two sidebar. At the top, you'll see new pacing guides that have been released, unit six and seven. Don't forget that the integrated English language development considerations have been added to every grade level's pacing guides for TWIG, so be sure to check those out if you haven't yet. There are some upcoming PD opportunities, the California Association for the Gifted 2022 uh, is listed there. We have Teacher Clarity with Doug Fisher coming up. This is a new teacher conference, but everybody is welcome. The first session is on Saturday, the 22nd of January from 9 a.m. to 3. There's a link there to sign up. And we are continuing to offer personalized PD for sixth grade on Amplify Science. So There's a link for the menu there, and Ryan Hubbard Artosa, who is taking care of this training, is doing a great job with sites already, so don't miss out on that. Be sure to join in. Um, If you only have about five minutes to devote to some professional learning about Amplify, they have a video series um, and some five-minute articles each week, and you can click the link to see what is offered this week and all of the previous weeks. Don't forget that TOSA office hours are now by appointment only, so please reach out to any TOSA on our team to get just the support that you need. okay that's gonna do it for this episode we hope that this recap of the teaching and learning bulletin was helpful as you head into this second half of the school year please make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast on spotify or you can snag the rss link from our website anchor.fm forward slash tl dash media dash podcast put that link into your favorite podcast listening app so that you don't miss an episode you can find the teaching and learning department on Twitter at SMBSD underscore TL. I'm this episode's host, Jessica Gibney. A special thanks to Aaron Reeves, Shelley Hart, and Ashley Brown for popping in today. And a huge thanks to you, our SMBSD community, for listening. We will see
2: you next time.